move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it What's going on, good people? We are back. We are back with another episode. This is episode 53 of the Three Man Weave podcast. I'm not sure if y'all can count. I can. I can count to three, but I see two. One, two. So, of course, Cannon, he, he's utilizing that PTO because it don't roll over until the next year. No. Today, we ain't doing the Three Man Weave. We just doing a give and go. No. So, so of course today you know who it is AJL Presidente and I'm here with the only the one and only your favorite guy <laughs> your favorite guy it's your boy Hill Hill going Hill regardless baby let's get it we got to um you know we got to discuss the PTO pro, um process because yeah. I think Canada yeah he, he he's utilized his PTO for uh probably for 2020 as well. <laughs> He ain't even give us no explanation and he like, hey, I ain't recording. I ain't gonna be there. And I don't know if y'all can tell, but Cannon's not here, things tend to go awry. And we I'm try. Gonna let you, I'm gonna let you know right now, if, if the audio sounds a little bit different, that's because Cannon ain't here, it's Cannon's fault. Um, if we go get off topic a lot today, it's Cannon Cannon's fault. Um, if we go a little bit longer than we're supposed to, that's Cannon's Cannon fault. fault. So, um, <laughs> We about to just name this Cannon's fault. Yeah, because, you know, look, we, it, it's, it's, it's going to be, who knows? Who knows what this episode is going to be? You know, that's my um, guy. But we went full Baker Mayfield. We just threw him under the bus. You know, this is unacceptable, Cannon. 100%. 100%. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm not going to stand for it. Uh, one thing, for, for, me, for me, though, I definitely need you to talk a little bit louder for me. And, but that's all I need. But you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave. Instagram, Twitter, three man weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Let's get it. Yo. All right. Is, okay. is this loud enough? Yeah, that's great. Okay, perfect. So now I'm at, because of Canon, I'm about to have to like sit here, hold this so y'all can hear me. But, all right. Well, I mean, I'm saying hold this like if people are listening, <laughs> they can actually see what I'm holding. All right. You so, remind me uh, when, Reed, when Reed lost to John John doing, holding the mic like that. It's in the car, though. <laughs> it's in the car. It's in the car, though. <laughs> it's in the car. <sighs> All right, so, yeah, while we're just over here talking, so, I mean, should we start with the obvious or should we start out slow? We'll start off, I'm, well, we'll start off slow. Um, <laughs> you would like this one, though. Grammy nominations came out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, was, I, was, I was waiting on this one, kind of. And I'm like... You know what amazes me has people are still shocked that people people don't get nominated again or people are snubbed again and people Absolutely. are time and time again people be so uh 
that they do not get a Grammy nomination, like, especially for these under, like, I won't call them underground for us, but for mainstream and the people who do the votes for the Grammys, yeah, yeah, you got the underground, dog. Yes. And so, like, the one that stuck out to me the most today, when I saw him, he went on a full glitch that he did not get nominated for a Grammy. Goldlink. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what'd you expect? <laughs> you, you, you think you out here just competing with Beyonce or somebody that you about to get a Grammy nomination? <laughs> no, player. If they, if they had a District of Columbia Awards, you got it, big dog. Yeah, you, got it. you know it. So we, so we talk, you might even get a, B, a BET uh, New Artist of the Year nomination. You are not, you are not finna get a Grammy nomination, bro. Not at it's all, okay. brother. And it's okay, cause you know what? The, to me, if you are, if you are in this game right now, if you are in the music industry, and you are, if you make music for the for, for us, for Black folks. Mm-hmm. But if you if if you if your if your goal is to win a Grammy, you hustling backwards. Yeah. Cause We've seen one of the greatest albums of this decade. Or was it this decade? It was it was somewhere so Whatever, but go ahead and just get to that. Damn, but Kendrick Lamar lost to Mac Lamar, bro, for a rap album of the year. If that don't tell you that That, that ain't for this that ain't this award show ain't for us. Like, he literally was talking about shopping at the thrift store. Bruh. I can't relate to that. I mean I know people do a lot of thrifting, but not how he was doing it. But if somebody said, hey, I got a pack of blacks in the beat CD, oh, I'm broke. You already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? So, this ain't for us, dog. But my thing is, like, but it goes, like, people are really, like, upset. And it goes back to why do we continuously want acceptance from the other side? And I'm not understanding, like, and we just minimize, let's say we, we, we go so hard for the Grammys. But then we downplay the Soul Train Awards or we downplay the BET Awards. And Bring back the Source Awards. So, you know, just stuff like that. But all I'm saying is yeah. we downplay that. We don't big that up. We treat that like like that's like that's on the back burner. And for them on the, uh, on the flip side, they got to treat it like it's a mainstream. So that's why all the only mainstream people win those awards. If we put more emphasis on that, maybe they would have a... You know, give Gold Link some love, Rhapsody some love, Freddie Gibbs some love. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they would take the onus on showing us some love if they seen the love was reciprocated. But y'all going so hard for the Grammys, and the Grammys don't care nothing about y'all. And they never have. Because all the, see, the thing is, when it comes to the Grammys, unless it's like, I can't even say if it's a classic because that Kendrick Lamar album was a classic. Mm-hmm. But unless you, have not only you know appeal to the culture but you get that mainstream appeal will you ever really win a grammy but if you just if you if you stick into it you really grind it and you make it good music you making good music with content bro you, you don't need validation from the grammys you need validation for the people that you actually make this music for yeah. but but so for so long and so many things we've stuck you know the, the goal of making it to that to the other side then it's always been that it's always been I've made it when I reach this plateau I've made it when I get an Oscar mm-hmm. I've made it when I get a Grammy I've made it when I get an Emmy instead of just saying hey 
what I consider to have, you know, made for my people is considered a classic. Like, I don't think Q considered he made it when he made Friday as a, you know, like a, an actor, a, you know, executive. But, you know, once he started getting that, you know, love and the mainstream appeal and, and with Ride Along and Are We There Yet, he was all cute and cuddly to the, to the masses and he wasn't Q. You know, I think I think Cube still considered himself saying, "Look, you know, I've made classics for the people were straight out of Compton and stuff like that." I don't think he saw "Are We There Yet" in those mainstream movies as his, you know, his making it. I think if you go with, compare those, now, that's a bad example, but I'm just saying. No, I I got what you was going with it. I got what you was going with it. It wasn't that far fetched. It wasn't. It was. I mean, it wasn't your greatest example. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. I, I still it got was, with you. Because I didn't look so, at you crazy. Like, what was he talking about? So you did good on that part. <laughs> I, I do want to say, like, for, I can't remember if it's the album of the year or new artist, like rap album of the year or something like that. To me, Gibbs got snubbed. I never but, I never thought he was going to be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, say, just off of saying, like, yeah. just of what I think yeah. should be the album of the year. I think Gibbs got snubbed. But YB and Corday. I think that's. I think that would be a good look for him. That's no, no. Now, now, now. On the flip side, like now, I know I took onus of the people that was upset for being snub, and they was, you know, but the people that did get nominated and are using this as because it is still an accomplishment. I'm not trying to minimize it because, like you said, YBN Corday, that's a great accomplishment. You put in that work and you put in a great product, and you're getting, you know, the recognition for that. Same thing for Meek Mill. He's um, I don't even know the word I'm trying to say, but his whole transformation that he's going through oh, yeah. and yeah, is 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 being is being reciprocated is being rewarded and i'm proud of him as well and you know i mean people that's that got nominated they got nominated we knew who they were going to be so absolutely. kudos to them you know but the people but that does not it does not take away for those people who still make great music yeah and didn't get nominated like it's okay they, it's nah. okay that's just like if you're the best running back in the country in college football, mm-hmm. you don't win the Heisman because a quarterback won it. But it's it, the Heisman has transformed to an award that's not really for anybody else but the best quarterback. In the just like the MVP award. Just like the MVP. So it's just like, it's okay. You can, as long as you do what you're supposed to do and, you know, you put on for the people you're supposed to put on for, it's okay. Don't It, it don't matter that. You ain't necessarily get the the trophy, the Grammy, because you're going to get other stuff. You're going to get other awards. Okay, brown paper bagging it. I see y'all there. Brown paper bag. <laughs> I was sitting on the corner with some, with, 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 with some crackheads today. Boy, go to. And so, you know, I just felt like, you know, I ought to pay, I ought to pay homage, you know, shout out to the Lord. Boy, so go to one creek show now, but say he got to go to the package store, get a brown paper bag. Oh, I, I, I always hit the package store now. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a good. Where I'm from, that's what we call it. We got the drive-thrus and all of that. Man. The drive-thru, drive-thru for the liquor store had might have been the best thing ever invented. Like, Bruh, come on, man. I can go in. I can just say, hey, let me go get a, let me go get a Bottle Jameson, let me get that two liter ginger ale right there. Let me get three bag of Grippos and some mamas. My whole night is set. Like I got my drink. And I ain't I got get out the car. Nap. I ain't even get out the car. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You don't get no better than that, bro. 
So what's going on? What, what you got next for? Cause I got another. I got some notes. I got something for you, but I'm gonna think I'm gonna save that to towards right. the end. So I got see. Okay, this for Cannon. Hey, bro, what's up with the NCAA or James Wiseman in this punishment? I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all, and now, now the simple, the simple fact that they still, they, they telling that man to donate for charity, that just blew me. Like, so I gotta play for free. Play for free. And I gotta donate to a charity for y'all. No, 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 no. no. And the whole reason why I'm here is because I borrowed money to begin How with. I'm gonna get this money. Where I'm gonna get it from? Where I'm gonna get it from? It actually makes no sense. And like you said, they're a private entity, so they just. Making up their own rules on the fly. It's nothing that he can say. Nothing that he can do. You, you know what? You know what? You know what? Mark Emmer did. He said, "You know what? When it comes to punishment, I, I really don't know how to do this. <laughs> let me call Roger Goodell to see what type of punishment <laughs> I should let be. Because the only other person I know who can mess up a punishment this bad oh, is Roger. Roger Goodell. Roger, Roger. He be like, what? Oh, you, you beat up. You get a game." You beat up a woman. You get a game. (laughs) You beat up a woman. Three games. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's no consistency. And from any other time that I've seen somebody take, you know, improper benefits and it crosses a certain threshold, you gotta vacate wins. You get both. Like, you get postseason bans and all of that. You gotta Mm -hmm. take down. You get a loss of scholarship. You get what? Eleven games and gotta, you know. And donate eleven eleven grand. But what I told y'all when y'all was when y'all was tag teaming on you know, y'all points, and I conceded. But when I told y'all, I said when you cooperate, you get less time. He didn't cooperate. What I said, what I but what I told y'all, they was open from the jump with what they was doing. Penny never lied. Wiseman never held back what they was doing. They never they never held withheld this information. So once I, they got I, it, and I, and I, once I, they. And once they stop the junk, the court junction, they like, hey, look, we gonna get, we gonna stop this court junction. They like, right, well, look, well, here goes something, cause we can't just let y'all go scot free. But this ain't what we about to just get y'all. Ain't genuinely what's gonna happen anyway. But we got to do something. See, but see, that's my thing. The NCAA. Now you can kind of tell they're starting to pick and choose. Because it's like that to me. From what they've done before, regardless, if you know you, you know, you can file that injunction. Mm-hmm. It's in the rule book that even if you file this injunction, it's not the NCAA's legislature. So yeah, a, 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 a judge, he gave you a, you know, a restraining order or a stay or whatever you want to call it to say he can play. But that judge is not a part of the NCAA. The NCAA, they can do whatever they want. You can. So at the end of the day. The judge can tell you that you can play, but that's not a part of the NCAA's determination. So even if the NCAA, like even if you get that that ruling and that from a judge that allows you to play, that still goes against the NCAA saying that you cannot play right now. So when they find you ineligible, you're not supposed to play. So knowing that you're not supposed to play and you got that, you know, the thing, I don't see how that's cooperating because you know in the rule book that you're not supposed to play. Well, it, well, cause that's why he dropped the case, bro. When he dropped the but case, he, he said, "Bro, if I wanted to be petty, I could like like hammer this point, but it's like it's no point to hammer because no I don't even I didn't even want to be right when I said it, like it it because it don't make sense. It don't make sense. 
It don't make sense at all. But that's what happened. That's clearly what happened. But what they really doing, and that's what I wanted to say last week, but we got caught up. Y'all threw me for a loop. But it's it's ironic that Chase Young was one of the supposed to have been projected. He was projected top pick. Wiseman, another projected top pick. Both of them get suspended for this basically the same fraction infraction. At the same time that we just that that most of the college is going to let you let the players you know get some money off of their likeness. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like they're trying to take a, send a message to us again, and try to take the power back from us again since that we we started gaining traction, started gaining some gaining some power from the NCAA. Mm-hmm. It seems like they like they want to put a stronghold on that. Like look, mm-hmm. we got this. That's what they look like to me. That's what they they trying to get them to fall in line, you know, and just say, look, ain't ain't gonna be none of that. Because if I'm a college basketball player, I to me, I really don't see no point of going to college anymore. Mm-mm. If I'm a, if I'm a top if I'm a top top group, if I'm like one of those top people telling me I'm gonna be a, a, a you know a top pick third grade. You talking about basketball? Yeah, basketball. So what? You, so what would? So what would you do? I'm a. I'm a workout. I go overseas for a year. Okay. I think and that work. Like, I do like. I do like my man did for uh, get that internship. And that's what I say. I'm they, thinking. They gonna. They gonna pay. For, they gonna pay for my training. I'm gonna already have a a, a, a sponsor when I come out. So I got. My, I got some money. I got some bread. All of a sudden. I think that's gonna be the new wave. I believe that's gonna be the new trend wave, whatever you want to call it. I think that's gonna that's gonna start happening. But I think what stopped that is start letting these players eventually once the players get it get a chance to make money off their likeness and, and stuff. I think that's gonna deter some of these companies from doing that. But till then, I do I do think that's gonna be the new wave. Overseas, overseas has always been overseas. It's always been an option that has never that hasn't really been in our favor. For the longest, like we had a couple of people do it. it, we had some bad stories, had some good stories. It ain't really, it ain't really doing what it's supposed to do for us. But okay, but so let's let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So say a lot of the top talent they start taking internships with you know some of the top shoe companies mm-hmm. instead of going instead of going to college, they basically play a pickup game. In Terminal Five, they, right? I'm not mad at this alternative route though. I said this was gonna be the you know no, new trade on the way. But I'm just saying that overseas hasn't just hasn't oh, yeah, played a I, hasn't I, been I, that I, beneficial I, for us. Because they, they also have those rules. 
U.S.-born players on a team at a time mm. or something like that. Okay. And so that kind of that kind of hinders things. But then also, it's I mean, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not trying to go to Latvia at 18. I, I yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I I would after going to college and doing some of the things that I've experienced, <laughs> the fun that I've had. You know what? I I go to college. But if I'm if I'm going to college, I went to college broke and I had no means. But if I could see my millions right here. Yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, I feel you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I feel you. You got, to, you got to pay me. They're going to figure it out. I, I, I think it's before. But the fact that Chase Young only got a certain amount of games, James Wiseman only got a certain I hope, I hope that Memphis can still make the tournament. Uh-huh. And, you know, when he comes back, he get to, you know, showcase his skills and that doesn't mess up his draft stock. So, I don't think it's going to mess up his draft stock at all, yeah, you know, once they, you know how that go. Once they tell you where they where they going, that's you really gotta. He could have, he could have, like I said, he could have been one of the ones that you sat at. I mean, that's how that's how the draft, that's how the NBA draft go. Once they tell you where they gonna draft you, it's pretty much you can just go out there and just just show up. Before we before we jump off this topic, I mm-hmm. do want to say that. So I am glad that they are allowing the players, you know, monetize their likeness. Yeah, but I. It's a step in the right direction, but still, I'm not too, like, I'm not too, I'm not, I'm, to me, that shouldn't be the end-all, be-all, and they just end it, because to me, I think all players should, like, I think they should be paid. I think because they work them like employees, they treat them like employees, they should get paid like employees. And like we said before, I'm not asking you to pay them 100000 I'm not asking you to pay every single player $100,000 or whatever the case may be, but they should be able to make, like, you know, depending on, like, if you D1, you should have your minimum, like, be like, what, you know, 50000 something like that. Because to me, it's only going to be a certain amount of players at a certain amount of schools that's going to really be able to truly monetize their work at that school. Like, like Tua. Tua could have monetized his work. Mm-hmm. But that third string linebacker, we don't know who he is. Ain't nobody trying to pay him, but, but I, he still he still got to go through that. He he still at every single practice, every single game that Tua is, and he still got to go to class and you know try and be a student athlete just like Tua. But he can't monetize like him. The offensive linemen, I mean, they can they can you know probably make some money because you know some of the offensive linemen are big names, but they still not gonna be able to monetize like that other player. I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be Debbie Downer because, like I said, it's still a step in the right direction. No, 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 so it's no, like that's what I'm, I'm, to me, but you know how I am. I'm, yeah, I know. To me, I want all because I know the time that goes in, and I know like a lot of these injuries that some of these players get. Some of them get these injuries because they on special team as freshmen. You don't, they don't ever see the field ever again. Mm-hmm. And like, nah, I don't think that. Like, I think that they should get paid. And they should be covered under health insurance too. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we see. <laughs> All right, what you got? What you got next? Still, still, save my, save my ace in the hole for a little bit later. But your boy, your boy Paul George and Kawhi, they finally played together last night. Yeah, yeah. What you, you know, what you I think? Mean, I, it, it's what I expected. Team was already set, mm-hmm. like not set, but they was off. They was a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And you drop two 
That much push off. <laughs> it, was, it won't that much push off. It, won't, but it, won't, it, won't that much. it was a little push off. I give you that.
So that's still sixty plus games. And I like I guarantee you he's gonna load management he's gonna load manage early in the season. And then once he gets towards the end of the season, he's not playing back to back. And so he'll probably start playing a couple more back to backs and they'll be playing on the court and so that's when they're gonna really build their chemistry. I mean and then they still practice. So that's like sixty games of some practice and to me personally I don't think them being two wing players is going to be too much of an issue for them to really work together because, like I said, yes, Kawhi ain't never really played with nobody he had to defer with, but we also see Siakam get, you know, get crazy. He's not a wing player. He's a big. But he still kind of has that type of game, though. He's a big. He's a big. I I think that the way that that he plays – can kind of not necessarily mirror what Paul George does, but it doesn't, to me, it doesn't take a rocket science to say, if I can play with this, I can play with that. Paul's like, you know, it's but when But when we seen him last year, when we seen him with Toronto, it was pretty much give Kawhi the ball and let's get out the way. What, What was the system? We seen Kawhi cook, and we were like, yo, we never, and what would we say? We never seen Kawhi do this. But, Mm-hmm. That's kind of his game plan. Look, hey, go ahead, do your thing. I I got a little bit more faith in Doc Rivers coaching the assistant. He's managed he's managed those personalities, not personalities, but kind of caliber players before, right? Yeah. So I have I have So we basing off this track record, we basing off okay. So we basing off this track record of Doc Rivers dealing with personalities before. Okay. I can see that one. That was a good rebuttal to my point. Okay, um, they, but what did I tell you about the NBA season earlier, about the West in particular? Seeding is going to be key. They already was, what, they 10 and, they 10 and 5 now? They, what, and they playing around, they basically playing around with the season, basically saying, we'll holler at y'all at the playoffs. Feel what I'm saying? They don't care about their seeding. They're still, let's be honest, they're still the Clippers. They don't have a championship pedigree. Doc Rivers only got one ring. Like so, they don't have a championship. Kawhi only Kawhi's the only champion on that team. Right, right, right. So, to me now, it's like I can't. The championship pedigree is a thing, but we've seen it. We've seen it, but we've also seen that to build a championship pedigree, you got to get the first one. Oh, of course. So yeah, yeah. Come on now. So that's what I'm saying. So Kawhi, he, like, you know, at one point in time, he had to get his first one, right? So he got his first one, and then he kind of took that somewhere else. And as the leader of the team, so now you're the leader of the team, and you got a championship coach. The, the rest of the team may not have a championship pedigree, but you know how to handle it, especially you the, you the main guy and your coach got one. So when y'all get in these situations, like, look, hey, look, follow me. And we've seen Kawhi put him on the back. Mm-hmm. My thing about this is, like, everybody had so many questions about the Lakers. But nobody had a question about the Clippers. It was just everybody just go, you know, just drop them out the sky. Boom. They, here they go. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, let's can we think about some things right now before we just go ahead and give them the championship? Because if you see my Lakers right now, my Lakers is looking good. I never questioned whether that AD and LeBron would mesh and be able to play together. 
Mm-hmm. I always had questions of what else they gonna do with like on the rest of the team depth wise, because I also know that Bron load manages as well. You know, quote unquote, he don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he does. He, he does. But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. So like to me, I just wanted to know. Okay, seed is gonna be a big thing, but what is it gonna be when you got AD out there with who? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what I was always worried about. Who y'all gonna fill y'all team with? And who like I. When it comes to building the team around LeBron James, I know exactly what he needs. Mm-hmm. Shooters. And I was just like, who is that going to be? We got enough. And so, okay. But, like, and that's, that's all I was saying. Like, I'm not saying that. And, and, and the, the funny. Why, the, the reason why I said what I said is because we know that the Clippers basically, it's like, okay, you had, like, you had these players in these positions. Now they get bumped down to the bench which creates even more depth mm-hmm. because you add the two all NBA players and you still have players that played on a you know all star t- I mean a, not an all star but a playoff team that are going to the bench now that's all I was saying I was like okay that's going to be scary yeah but all I'm okay. saying is but, okay. my, but, 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 but to my Lakers point look how we playing everybody, everybody went to crown the Clippers about their defense we playing defense. Damn that. Damn I'm what? Suns defense, top five. God damn it. Say what? Top five defense. God damn it. I was gonna throw you the lob, but once again, you suck at catching lobs. <laughs> you suck at catching lobs. I'm like, you are the worst. You are the worst lob. I'm never throwing you a lob again. I'm just gonna bounce past. Bro, you any, look, any. You gotta at least give me a heads up. You gotta look. You gotta point. You know what I mean? What on on court chemistry at this point? You should know by now. And I've wanted to show you some love. This is probably gonna be your time, because and you know what? And I had a debate at the at the gym today, and my and my and, and one of my boys, shout out to ETC, he said, "Hey, look, watch out for them sons." And I didn't even want to. And normally I would laugh, you know, sons, blah blah blah. I'm like, hey, I'm. They are they are treading water way above water, and they don't have eaten yet. Right. So remember what I told you, like, when we was, like, making these off-season moves and these drafts and, you know, people was criticizing us about getting rid of T.J. Warren for nothing. Mm-hmm. I said that we're, get, like, we're getting NBA players now. So we're bringing in players who actually have, like, are supposed to be in the NBA. Yes. Like, because, like, we had Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris, and we had a whole bunch of other these, like, point guards and, sh- like, they won't, they won't supposed to be in the NBA. Especially on our team. Mm-hmm. Like if, you, if you, they make it be in the NBA somewhere else, but on our team, you weren't supposed to be like nah. And so getting Aaron Baines, that was a great pickup. And I don't know who he is. He's shooting. He's shooting threes. Like, like, like. He, he always been a good rotational, you know. Right. And so, mm-hmm. so he's always he's always been a good rotational piece. But that was a great pickup, Dario Sarge. We've always struggled at the four because we had Jordan Bender and Marquise Chris. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yes, we reached for Cam Johnson, but he's what we needed, a, a, a floor spacer, somebody who could, like, actually shoot threes because outside of Booker and maybe Bridges, we couldn't shoot threes. So Get to my guy. Oh, my guy, Book? No, we already know about Book. We know oh. Book, Book the man. You hate it when y'all sign Rubio. I didn't hate. I said I wanted a point guard. I know but, you wanted. A, you wanted any point guard, <laughs> Rubio though. But I came. 
Did I not come around? Did I yes, not come around? You did. You did. Because at, 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 at the time, you know who I was trying to, you know, I was talking about. But at the time, I was like, because I know we needed defense. Mm-hmm. But then after I was like, you know what? Rubio is an NBA point guard, and he's going to get plays because you know what he's going to do? He's going to get easy shots for Booker, and he's going to get easy shots for Aiden. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I, that's what I said after my initial, you know, pissed off fitness. Yes, there said, you go. That's said, a good word. We gonna, I said we're going to get some easy shots for Booker, easy shots for Aiden, and you're going to have Cam Johnson getting these threes. Look, Dario Sarge can shoot the three. Like, I was like, all right, look, we gonna, we going to be all right. But just the way my sports life has been going, I said we was going to be shitty. And I'm still, like I said, look, hey, if we can make it to December and play like this, you know what, I'm going to come around. But just the heartbreak that I've been getting, I, I, I'm still reserved. I ain't really been talking a whole bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Like just I see. I, I understand how this goes. But I am happy. And you know what? God damn, Monty Williams. I'm glad he is there. Mm-hmm. Boy, he got the rotation right. He coaching us. Devin Booker believe in him. And you always said, Devin Booker got to go. And I'm like, look, man, if we get oh, a coach I... that he, if, if we get a coach that he believe in, look, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. It's what I said. But like what I said about Ro Rubio, it settles it settles everybody in their position. Booker can play his position, like you said, Cam Johnson, now Bridges, sorry. Once I get said, everybody can play their position. So like I'm when, saying, get Book off the ball. Yeah, you know, let him so he can play his natural he can play his natural role. And everything is still about it's still a sport. Everything is about role. That's why primarily when you remember when you said something about our second unit when you said A D and who when why well, I wanted Rondo to come off the bench. Because I wanted Rondo to be able to facilitate to get easy buckets so the offense can still flow when Braun is off the, when off, off the floor. 100%. So now everybody is still in their role. And what Rondo, I'm like, Rondo and uh, Braun shouldn't even touch the floor at the same time. The thing, I watched the other game because Rondo hasn't played a lot this season, but I watched the game when we played the Thunder. What Rondo is doing while he's on the floor, period, but, what, but specifically when he's on the floor with LeBron, he's just pushing the pace. So like when they get the rebound, he getting the ball and he's going. So so he's going. So the fact that so Bron knows for a fact that if I run the floor, Rondo can catch me. But then when they get back to the half court set, you know who got the ball. Absolutely. But but I but I I know but the fact that I know Rondo what Rondo's going to do and I know his mindset because I specifically watched that game to see how they're going to coexist on the court at the same time. Rondo got that ball, and I'm telling you, it don't. I don't care what type of rebound it was. He pushed it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and specifically, he got two transition assists just off doing that alone. But well, like, but back to what I was saying, playing, putting people in their proper position in their role, keeping Rondo on the second unit, getting easy buckets for everybody, is what is what you got to do. Second, it's gonna make your second unit better. And the same thing for like like why everybody loved the Clippers. Everybody knows their role. Their roles don't have to change. It don't matter who's coming in. Even though I, I gave you that soliloquy about, you know, why I'm, why I'm reserving how they're going to win. Yeah. Everybody, how they gonna mesh. Huh? How they going to mesh? Yeah. Even nobody role changes. You still right. got, like, Pat Beverly's still going to be Pat Bev. Lou Will's still going to be Lou Will. What's the boy, Shamet? That's his name? Yeah, Landry. Yeah, when he come in, he know his role is still his role. When PG's on the court, he know his role. Kawhi know his role. Montrez Harrell, he know his role. Harkless, 
that road, you no. Know, so everybody knows their road. That's why everybody was sold on it. Once you know your road, you can. It can be seamless. Tra- it can be a seamless transition. Right. Know your road and stretch them out. The fact that okay, we knew we talked about the signs, and I don't want to heart back on anything negative, but I'm going to ask you a quick question. Okay, the Warriors are completely trash right now. Like dumpster fire. Remember, I said that they weren't going to be a playoff team. Say it again. Remember, I said they weren't going to be a playoff team. You did say that, but you didn't. You didn't predict the injuries, but you said that with, 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 with Steph. Yeah, I didn't think. I didn't think. I didn't think it would be enough with just Steph and Draymond. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think it would be enough. And they got. They got D'Angelo. And I'm still. I was still kind of iffy. Yeah, but I'm just like I, I just didn't see it because they had no depth because they invested all of that in their starting lineup. So what my question is to you. For right, it's like a, maybe a two-part question. Should they tank? One hundred percent. Okay. Because the NBA, the NBA is not like football. To me, tanking in football is stupid. Yes. Because it takes too many pieces to actually be good at football. Facts. And it's, I, it's been proven that these, in the NFL, they do not know how to pick a quarterback. So. Mm-hmm. If the, if the most important position is quarterback and you are taking to get a quarterback, but you can't identi- readily identify a good one, what are you taking for? Mm-hmm. Don't take. But the NBA, all it really takes is one good player to turn around your whole franchise. So my question is, so so my sec- what is a successful tank to you? A successful tank? I say... With this draft class? No, no, no. No, no, no. Not specifically with this draft class. Period. What is a successful tank to you? You get a franchise-changing player. So what? And it doesn't have to be a player that's going to make. Like, he doesn't have to be the one that's going to be your star player. Mm -hmm. But he has to be a part of that foundation. Like, you you look at Philadelphia. They tank, tank, tank. Mm-hmm. And they've got, excuse me, they've gotten some players. And some players, they were good. Some were a part of that, you know, that transition. But then they got Embiid, which Embiid is that player. Mm-hmm. And they got Ben Simmons, which is that player. Mm-hmm. But say if, if, like, we tank. Aiden don't have to be our star. But we got a cornerstone to our franchise to pair with our star. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, eight, like, even though I think Aiden has the opportunity, he has the skill set, and he has the game to be that type of player, to be the star of the Sun. Yeah. It's always going to be Booker's team just because of the way he plays and the way that the game is built off of wings. Yeah. So, you just have to get that corner. If you got, if you got that player that's going to be right, he don't, he don't necessarily have to be an all-star, but he has to be that, look, whether I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an energy guy and get you know ten rebounds a game and I'm gonna get my assists and play good defense and change <coughs> the, change the mentality of this team, then yes, to me that's a successful thing. You have to get someone that's going to change the trajectory of your franchise. Because me, because y'all have tanked numerous times. Right, but we also tanked and drafted Dragon Bender number four. Mm-hmm. And then we got. Um, Shit. What was the dude that y'all got rid of that was fighting at the festival? Oh, that was um uh Josh Jackson. And that was another tank job too, right? 
To me personally, proper, you can, I've said this before, you can tank properly and still mess up tanking. Mm -hmm. Well, not, you can tank properly. That's why I say you have to get that player that's going to successfully, you know, be the one to help change the mentality of the team. Because we got Devin Booker at what, 13? But I don't think that was a tank job that year. No, it wasn't. But y'all did. But once again, y'all did a tank job and then got Josh Jackson. So I. So to, so, so for what I'm saying is. And Jogging Yeah. So for but what I'm saying is, if when you're properly tanking, like when you're completely like giving up assets, completely tanking, going all in on the tank, you're trying to get that number one pick. But see, but honestly, in basketball, I I would do like, I would take the football mentality. Mm-hmm. To basketball, I'm trying to get as many draft picks as, as I can. It because the number the the drafting is always a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Basketball, you it's not like hitting the lottery. It's more like catching herpes. You got a one in three chance of getting the <laughs> getting the right pick. So I'm gonna get as many draft picks as I can. It may not be the number one. It may not be the number five. It may not be the number ten. But if I can get somewhere with with all of these picks, somebody got to hit. They yeah. may not be the best. They may not be the rookies of the year, but you know what? They may be uh, a, a ten and six guy that's going to you know put people in the right position until I get you know a game changer player. But I think or, it's different. I think back, but specifically, let's get back to the Warriors. I think it's different for them because you still have Steph. Once you, like next year, you're going to have Steph. Next year you're going to have Clay back, you know what I'm saying. If you don't get rid of Draymond, you're still going to have you're, you're going get to get rid of his ass. You're going to have your core three. So whatever draft pick that you get is going to be beneficial to you because and I think, and that's why I think if you can get, I would say possibly because is D is D'Lo under contract? Yeah, he under contract. They he got that max deal. But I would try to trade him as oh, quick as possible. Oh, you said next deal. I'm gonna trade his ass. Oh no, still. Oh he. Oh he has. He has suitors. He has. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to trade him as soon as possible. One hundred percent. So I'm trading. I trade him possibly. So you want to look at possibly someone like a Wiseman? That'd be a great. You know, because you get someone to play. You know, protect the rim, play down low, and get buckets and. You got Steph and Clay who can shoot. Cause remember that, remember that that Orlando Magic team where they had uh, Jameer Nelson, Ethan Turkoglu, mm-hmm. uh, Rasheed Nelson, um, somebody else. And well, you talking about the Magic team when they had they had um, Jameer Nelson, Skip Malou off the bench, Michael Petris, yeah, uh, Rashad, oh, Rashad Rashad Lewis, Hedo Turkoglu, and Dwight. Dwight. So basically, you just shooting a bunch of threes and Dwight down there to catch all the rebounds. Yeah. And that's really what the game is about. That Magic team was before its time. Yeah, definitely was it's before a, its time. It's about, it's about shooting threes. And then Wiseman, I think Wiseman got a little bit more boogie to him offensively. Mm-hmm. It's gonna a, it's, it, that's going to that's gonna be a problem. So the Warriors are a three-point shooting team. So that's what you need. Get somebody to protect the defense so you're not giving up 120 points a game like the Suns used to. Yeah. I think they got to get rid of D-Lo as soon as possible, though. I, no, just 100%. Get, get anything. You, I think you, and I think you can get some assets back. You can get plenty of assets, but it doesn't matter. Just get something out of it. Just get something. Yeah. 
Why embrace the tank and just get him off your books because you know what you get him off the books i guarantee you a, a healthy step and a healthy clay uh and a, and a good draft pick oh you're gonna get a free agent oh and you're gonna get back to the playoffs so we you get exactly. back to what you know but right now right. just go ahead and embrace the tank though right we um well we gotta we're about to wrap this up uh, i don't know if you had anything else but yeah okay so <laughs> i see so i see <laughs> i knew you didn't but i just had to throw it out there just in case so i sent you to um you know the group chat so i sent you the message that um Jalen brown said he was suffering with anxiety right and we've had personal conversation about uh mental disorders or for certain athletes and people um that's 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 flip side summer walker she keeps she keeps coming out and saying she has what social anxiety and Cool. I see you, 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 you. What you vouching for her? Like you hype? I'm not. I'm not hype, but I can see that. This is this. This is my problem with musicians claiming they got social anxiety or whatever they got going. Specifically that. Let's just specifically that. This Summer Walker issue. I have an issue with that. Because what, what what did you expect? You were a musician. You trying to you trying to become a celebrity. I'm confused on what did you expect the repercussions were, and the so, reason why. So. Hold on, the reason why I didn't. Why well, I did I did I was gonna say this anyway, but I'm glad Cannon's not here because Cannon said he suffered from this like social anxiety. He don't like to be I, around I, people. I was, I was about to say, Phil, you know me. True. Unless I'm, unless I'm with like unless I'm with people I know if I'm with y'all. Yeah. I'm like, cool, but anywhere else, I'm sitting in the corner. But, I'm I'm ready. To, hey, ready to but this is my thing. But this is my thing about that. Neither one of y'all want to be a celebrity or strive to be a celebrity. Okay. Who said that she strives to be a celebrity? Who says that she's just not a, a great fucking singer and she just wants to sit in her house, make music all the time, and she signed a record deal. That's it. She signed a yeah. record deal. Okay, but some people... She, if, she, if that was the case, bro, she could have just put music out. Some people don't understand, like, you know what? I signed a record deal and I got to do all this. And they don't understand that how crazy these other people are. When you, like, people... When you become a celebrity, especially nowadays with all this social media stuff that people have all this access to you, people think that they know you. People feel like they can just come up to you and talk to you any type of way. They can just touch you, whatever. Anything like that. When you kind of, like, a musician, like, it's just like... I don't necessarily do that. Want to do that? And to me, I, I can feel that because if you could, like, I'm a fan. Like, you listen to my music, or like, you listen to me talk, or like, people listen to me on this podcast. So, if you feel like you know me from my music, you know that I don't really like y'all like that. Don't talk to me. But once again, but you didn't strive. We we didn't we we're not striving to be celebrities though. Like. This is my thing. No, no, hold. You listen. You've read some of these celebrities' comments, like. Of, bro, of course. But listen, though. Listen. She signed a record deal. She signed up to go on tour. She signed up. She's dating a a popular producer. All of that is right there. But listen, though. You seen this? This ain't just nothing new. 
you seen what other celebrities go through way before you signed up for this. So once again, you strive for this. You strive for this. Not all of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of them do. But now, mental health has become a very, very big topic. So now people are more aware and people are more understanding to the fact. Because back then, people were like, man, shut the hell up and go perform. You're rich. Bro. Just because I'm rich don't mean I, I can't have problems. Handle your, handle your mental health. Big said it. Did he not? Handle your mental health. I'm not minimizing your mental health. That's not, I know how I come across, it sounds like I'm demeaning their mental health. But what I'm saying is, let's have, you have to take some accountability for what you put yourself into. You asked for this. Because if that's the case, she could have easily just put her music out on SoundCloud and went to work. Feel what I'm saying? Listen to me now. Listen to me. It's different. It's different. It's different between a sports athlete going into, okay. It's different between a sport athlete because athlete because okay you know you know what I'm nice at the sport I'm not asking to be the face of the franchise I'm not asking to be doing all these interviews I know but 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 I know that this is required for me to do this I may not have to do I can I but if I'm an athlete with I can isolate myself I can do this it's ways to go about this I can just do my job if if I'm a good athlete I can just do my job and go about my business. Okay. But I'm a, if I'm a, a musician, I got to do other things, and I know this when I sign up for it. Okay. But that's the thing. So as an athlete, yes, you can isolate yourself. But as an athlete, you know that this is what you got to do to be able to make this type of money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What Summer Walker has to realize is she has a talent, and she's trying to monetize up that talent, and she needs to figure out, okay, instead of looking like at certain artists, she needs to look at other artists who, she needs to be more like Frank Ocean. She needs to be more like, you know, those hermit artists. Uh, J. Cole. J. Cole. Like, and, I, and that's another reason why I, I really like J. Cole. Like, come on, bro, what you doing? This is your artist. Ari, Ari Lennox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ari Lennox. Yeah. I was going to get to her same thing. Like, he, like Summer Walker, I, somebody needs to talk to her. Somebody needs to get a hold of her. But they need, they need to realize you really don't have to do this. There's other artists out there that they isolate themselves. They can, you know, take themselves out the mainstream and make great-ass music. And I understand it's hard for a new artist because, especially, like, when you're on a label, your label is going to push you to do things. You're going to have these obligations. Exactly. But I think, that, I think that now that our, uh, Summer Walker, she's proven that she can make great music. She's proven that she can get great music. I don't know what her record deal is like, and I swear I hope it's not some multi-album, multi 360 deal where she's got to do all of this stuff. Sure it is. And, and I'm sure it is, but I'm hoping that she's able to just say, look, I can get off of this. I can make my music. I can give my music to y'all. And the people who love me, love me. They're going to listen to it. I'm going to do these shows. I'm not going to do no meet and greets because y'all, y'all scare me. And I'm about to move on with my life. And y'all going to see me in another year or two. I think the show you missed, I think me and me and me and Canada were talking about, um, Wale was talking about the record labels should do investing in mental health. And I was like, That's a joke. I'm like, Y'all that they're never gonna do that. On the flip side, the sports 
they should invest in the mental health because it's really not going to mess up none of their, nothing they got going on because I want to get the best product. I want you to be at your best. And still, that's still not going to diminish. If I still want to cut you at the end of the day for business-wise, I can still do that. But why I got you here, I need you at your peak. And if your mental health is, is shaky, I need, to, I need to adhere to that and get that on, on point. So sports-wise, I can understand all teams and franchises getting behind that and helping their mental health. But with the music, bro, you asking for it. In my, in my mind, personally, you're asking for this. And now once you get it and once you receive it, now all of a sudden you want sympathy. I, 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 I can't agree with you on that. I can't agree with you on that. Because with sports, you're there because you have a talent. And you're the most talented at what you do. With music, you have a talent. And most of the time, you're one of the most talented at what you do. So, no, I can't. I can't agree with you on that. You just say, hey, I'm, you know, you're asking for this. The, the, the athletes ask for that, too. But they, they it's better. Just like, just, like, just like you said, you, you can go get a job. But for athletes, it's better. It's, 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 it's way more ways that they can cocoon themselves and, and stop themselves from dealing with the celebrities. The, only, the, the most part that they can't, they can't escape from is fans, fans yelling at them and stuff like that. Dealing with, you know, being heckled and stuff like that. Other than that, they don't have to go out. They don't have to go out. They don't have to be in the clubs and be seen. They don't have to tour. They don't have to, you know, do... They got. They can do. They can get. And people, and people recognize you. I mean, but that's another thing about mental health. Like, if I have, if I have an issue, sometimes like just kind of being out in the sunlight and just walking and nobody bothering me is is it's therapeutic. Every time I have to go somewhere and someone wants to stop me, someone you know says, "Hey, you know this, this, and this to you," or whatever the case may be, that can get annoying. Like just because you may not be the biggest star on the team. They disrespecting Lakers, man. Like, bro. Oh, man. I think. I mean, well, we can we can broaden this conversation to other people, but that was my two cents. Like, I, I, me personally, I don't have a, I, I have very little sympathy for people getting what they asked for and then complaining about it. Like, sorry, like. Cause her too. But yeah, but Summer Summer Walker, maybe she was, you know, happy just singing on SoundCloud. But then they came to her with this amount of money, and she realized, I ain't gotta show no ass no more. I'm tired of being at the booty club. So don't complain. You took the money. No, but see that's my thing, bro. Like I can't, you can't say that because why can't I? You can quit. 
No, I can't. But I don't complain that much either, though, about it. I go to work. She go to work, but she's just... But she complaining at work. Bro, bro, but, okay, you don't complain at work? I'm at work. I, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> you I, hear it, but I'm still at work. But that's what I'm saying. The, when she complain at work, the world here. When you complain at work, only your followers here. Her, her world is bigger than your world. So it gets to you. I'm not a celebrity. Exactly. So you're not a celebrity. So when you complain, don't nobody really give a fuck. But she asked for this. I didn't have to take this job. Don't get, don't get, don't get it twisted. I did not have to take my job. You didn't have to take your job. Of course, you didn't have to take your job. But do you love your job? No. Okay. She loves music, right? But she don't. But see, that's the thing. She loved music, and then they turned it into a job. That's why. She didn't know, know that. What she signed up for? It? Mm -hmm. They love football growing up, but when they got to Division One. Unfortunately, we ran out of time, but the rest of this convo will be on the YouTube. So subscribe, like, and follow. Thank you.